Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Survivor Now podcast. The content is coming up shortly, but first we got to pay some bills. Okay, we are so excited to tell you guys about this great partnership we now have with our good friend Katie over at Katie Tedesco Art. Since 2015, Katie has been running the original Survivor fan shop where she creates Survivor trading cards, Survivor idol keychains, Big Brother keys, and more. We have been huge fans of hers ever since we started ordering our own items. We're huge fans of the Survivor trading cards. I even got my favorite, John Cochran. You can order them in packs, say an entire season, or you can also order your favorite Survivor Castaways cards in individual packs as well. The items come in a timely manner and are handled with care to make sure you, as a customer, are never disappointed. You can check out all of her cool work over at our Etsy site. The link is in our Instagram bio, so just head on over, let her know Survivor Now sent you, and give her a follow. You can find her on Insta, at Katie Tedesco Art. That's all one word, and that's Katie Tedesco, T-E-D-E-S-C-O, Art. Hey everybody, welcome to Survivor Now Podcast. Hey, we got Randy Bruce out there on spring break this week, so it is me and the fabulous Tegwith here to break down what has gone on with AU Survivor last week, everybody. You know what? These episodes have been really a lesson in how to conduct yourself in tribal council, how to play idols, how to communicate. You know what? I wish we could see more behind the edits. But it's been a great three days of just Survivor AU. What do you yeah. feel about it? I mean, you know, let me just say heartbroken is the first word I'm thinking. Because Shawnee, oh my God, that vote out. I'm literally tearing up. There are literally tears in my eyes just thinking about it. Because that vote out, Shawnee's vote out, was just so gut-wrenching for me personally. Um and uh, but let me just say, I think it's really good TV. You know, good TV always brings out uh, different emotions, whether that's happiness, sadness or anger, like I felt. And I definitely felt like that anger came out. Um, but yeah, really interesting. Idol plays really interesting. Just uh, overall, everything was really great. You know what? I'm enjoying watching everybody just be on the edge. I know we, yeah. we started off the season where the heroes were dominating. Mm hmm dominating and now we see that as these tribes are starting to merge together into one tribe really george is in command mm -hmm. oh yeah absolutely and well if we if we start with the first episode of the week you know sam's vote out essentially yeah. um that was full of i thought interesting kind of gameplay but then also what ryan my boyfriend described as the opposite parvity uh, which was two idols were played incorrectly <laughs> yeah out of a out of a out of three which was so hard to watch because you know you had a 66 percent chance of getting it right and it just ended up you know absolutely wrong obviously um not that i you know i personally was rooting like i've been personally rooting for the villains specifically you know shawnee liz and mm. george were the people that i've really been rooting for but i also love nina and so like nina's my winner pick and i wanted to see that go really well but you know obviously didn't 
You know what? And looking at the let's go back to the, before the Sam's vote out for this week mm -hmm. and where Nina finds an idol. And I got to I got to admit, if you're going out there, you want to play the game of Survivor, it's on your bucket list. Mm -hmm. And you become so excited in that moment that you won, found an idol. Because if you look at it, it's wrapped in a brown piece of paper. It's not as easy as the edit make it look like, oh, she just walked up on it. Because we saw in previous right. episodes where multiple people have walked right by it. So she mm -hmm. finds it and she's getting like twofold. She's going to do something her mom never did. She found mm -hmm. an idol. Two, she found an idol. Mm -hmm. And now you said, okay, how should she play it? Then we got Sean that finally admits <clears throat> that he has an idol. So now mm -hmm. we got two idols going into tribal council and we're back to the same target. Let's mm -hmm. get out, George. Yeah. And, you know, it's 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 like uh, like a broken record, literally, like it's just the same thing over and over again. Let's get out Georgia. Let's get out Georgia. And it never ends up working. And the fact that Haley even told people, you know, this is what we're doing. And it ended up not being right now. You know, nothing is ever clear cut in Survivor. So if I'm on that beach and someone comes up to me who I have not been working with and I and they tell me, hey, it's this person, I'm probably going to take that with a grain of salt, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, but but then it's just, you know, I've also never had an idol in my hand. You know, you want to be safe. That idol is yours. You want to be safe. And so the fact that, like, you know, it was just, uh, it was brutal to watch. That, that episode I also was spoiled on, so I knew Sam was going home. And in my mind, I was like, there's no way. There's no way that they don't play an idol or that whatever it is. And um, or I was like, they either don't play any idols or you know, because there's no way that that ends up happening. But it was it was absolutely it was wild. I know we, we get the tribal <clears throat> council. Mm -hmm. We got Haley sitting at one end. We have Sean sitting at the other end. We got Sam, you know, thinking he may know what's going to happen. And you have Nina with an idol that didn't need to be played. And mm -hmm. it's like the dynamics of it. I think that the editing was great for that that tribal council. I, I, I'm amazed at how many people just say, you know what, I'm just going to jump on and we're going to get George. They could have voted anybody else out. Anybody. Mm -hmm. They could have taken both idols and said, okay, we know you're targeting Sam because everybody knew that and said, mm -hmm. you know what, we want to get out a Shani. We want to get out mm -hmm. a Liz and we want people to vote for Sam mm -hmm. and gave Sam the idol because we see where Sean mm -hmm. goes up there and he's like, hey, if I don't, if I don't, if I'm wrong, I'm going to get you some beer. There is no beer in the world that tastes that good than being in being there the next day. <laughs> so accurate. 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 I said I said to Ryan when that happened, that better be some pretty expensive, really nice beer. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat nothing. beer every every week for at least a year. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. And you know, let's also talk about uh Simon in this episode because um, was this the episode, remind me, that he ended up switching? Did he switch his alliance or his allegiance that episode? Or am I, am I, am I jumping no, he, I can't remember. He was kind of left in the wind. They didn't really care about his vote either way it went because mm -hmm. he had already won immunity and they kind of mm -hmm. took him out the equation. That's why they had mm -hmm. that swing vote in there and Haley voted for George yeah. and it didn't work because they kind of let Simon do his own thing because they already know that he's a double agent on, the, on both mm -hmm on whoever he's going to be picked up on. Right. The only monkey wrench that gets thrown in there is when he wins immunity, which he did. Twice. So now he's not a target because he would have been going mm -hmm. home that night, but he won it. So I think that the way Simon is playing is almost like the way 
some of the players played in Survivor Season 43. As mm-hmm. long as you're winning and you can play an immunity out or something like that, you can survive. Mm-hmm. But as yeah. Jesse found out, as soon as it was gone, you the next thing voted out. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, he obviously it's very important to have for him specifically. But it's almost it's almost weird to me that it's so important for him to have that, because if I'm playing and I don't know that I would want Simon out. I don't know that I would want, you know, if I if I know that Simon is going to be like, you know, he's always kind of unpredictable. Like, do I actually think if he makes it to the end that the jury is going to vote for him? All of this stuff. Yes, he's. do I want him to go the whole way? No. But why? I'm confused why he is the first target, why he's George's first target most of the time. Um, It just doesn't really make sense to me uh, just because of how the whole season has been going so far. I've asked, I've asked, uh, out of the exit interviews we've done thus far, I've asked people describe George in one word. Mm-hmm. And I think the best description was passionate about playing the game. George mm-hmm. is there to embody the game of Survivor and play it. Mm-hmm. And I think Simon became a real fixation with him, just as well as uh, George is a fixation for him to get him out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they already know he gonna, he's going to flip on a vote. They already know that he's going to try to take advantage of a situation. You know, and they know he's capable of winning back-to-back immunities now. Mm-hmm. I think the one thing they're looking at is Simon just plays his game and George is playing his game. Now, mm-hmm. those two, we can understand. The remaining tribe members that are saying, is there a concern being sitting next to George at the end? We still have Nina. Mm-hmm. We still have um, Haley in there. Now, which, which is kind of, mm-hmm. I think, underplayed in the radar is Haley won her season. Yeah. Yeah. George came in second. Why is the why is the target on George's back when Haley yep. won? So that's kind of interesting. How and we I, haven't I seen think that out. Haley is doing absolutely. I think Haley is doing a really good job at downplaying her threat level because she's going up to people and she's saying like, you know, um, who is the who is the biggest threat out here? And everybody answers George. And I think because of that, Haley's like downplaying her threat level when she is probably the most threatening person on that beach. You know, she is the one that was able to convince the jury to give her the half a million dollars, you know, sitting next to George. Now, obviously, George has corrected some of his mistakes and he's he's his gameplay has gotten better. But, you know, I think that's why Haley is doing such a good job at like manipulating people and being like, you know, George is the real problem. George is the problem. Not me, not me, not me. And I think it is very, very mad. I think she's showing you know, some really good moves in this last couple of episodes. Now, which brings us up to the vote out for Shawnee, that episode where do you go with your gut when you feel something's wrong or you just keep going and say, hey, nothing's wrong. It's just, it's just, I'm overthinking it. Cause George felt like mm-hmm. there was a name change. You went from the Spice Girls mm-hmm. to the Shiz. Yeah. <laughs> and well, that whole thing was that whole thing was so interesting to me because to me, shiz is a word like like it's like not a good like it's like, um oh, that's sh- like, I don't know. It's like a slang word that I used to use when I was a kid. And if I walk up on somebody like talking about like, oh, we're the shiz, like I my first I didn't even think that that was a combination of their names. <laughs> it was so weird for me. I literally was like, why? How did they come up with that name? I'm so confused. Just pulling shiz out of nowhere. Obviously, this is very much a me thing, but if I were George, that would have gone right over my head. Like, I just thought they were talking about how they're so great or whatever. They're the shiz. Again, we see where George stops on a dime and says, 
wait a minute, I'm not, I'm no longer in the in the group of three anymore. I feel like I'm on the outs. Now, here's always here's what's interesting. A survivor is an emotional game. It will always be an emotional game. Anybody that goes out there and say they're not going to be emotional, have you, you got to go see for yourself. And, and his reason why I say that, her uh Shawnee and Liz's relationship has gone and will go beyond the game. And Liz is expressing that. And Shawnee is expressing that. But you're still there to play a game that says, I got to vote somebody out. And Shawnee would eventually vote a George out. And that's the thing about it is, it hurts inside the game, and sometimes it hurts outside the game. Um, but you're going to vote. You're going to have to vote her out. And I think for our strategic move, I think it was great that, that George took that time and voted her out because you had to break them up eventually. Absolutely. And, you know, as much as I hated that move just for television's sake and because I love Shawnee so much, um, I think, you know, George, it was the right thing for George. I do think that, like, you know, it, it, it maybe makes Liz uh, uh, more of a, not like a Simon, but willing, she's willing to do more things. She's not connected to one, one thing anymore. So it maybe makes her free to maybe go for George, maybe go for other people. You know, she's, she's more free to do things now because George broke that up. Um, and uh, I, I personally think that it was a good move for George, but I also think it was slightly too early for George. Um, I think he still has a solid three though with Maddie, Jerry and himself. Oh, yeah. um, so Maybe I'm maybe I'll all eat my words and George will go to the end. But something about it just seems a little too early in the whole, you know, in the whole jury process. Well, we, we watched Shawnee. She exited with an idol in her pocket. She found another mm -hmm. idol. And for this season, up until that idol, she's had great idol play in her game. Mm -hmm. um, and she took that idol out there because at that stage of the game, and we've heard it be repeated over and over again, you're got to play. If you if you kind of coasted along up until this point, you got to play the game of Survivor. So we see where Shawnee walks out with her actual idol in her pocket. And I talked to her doing an exit interview. I said, hey, are you going to do like George? You're going to get a tattoo? She said, no, that got bad juju. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. So now we get up to, we're looking at it. It was like, okay, Shawnee's out the game. We got Liz, which George comforts and says, hey, you know, we're trying to do this next move. George doesn't become the target next. Even if he breaks, yeah. he throws Shani out. He doesn't become the target. Yeah, and that doesn't make any sense to me. Now, let me, let me. I think he maybe does become a target slightly more because I think in Haley's mind, George is now enemy number one. Oh yeah. Not because Definitely. of the Shani vote, but because it's now even if he's willing to cut his closest alliance, he's willing to cut anybody. You know what I mean? So I think in Haley's mind. He was he was up there. He was important to get. But now I think he's target number one on Haley. You know, you we see her tell everybody that he won the sixty thousand dollars. You know, um, she was talking. She brought it in when uh, yeah. Simon, they were talking about Simon had the car, and that's great. And you know, George has his sixty thousand dollars. It's important for you to know if you're voting for the person who is going to also get a million or half a million dollars. Um, and I do think that like. That's almost playing into George's hand because that's what George wanted to happen. Because if that yeah. information got out, you know, she know he knows who it came from. But I think that Haley's going to be able. I think Haley's going to strike and get him out first, personally. I'm not foreshadowing it, but it would be kind of interesting if it came back to Haley and George, the final two. That would be wild. That would be and, wild. And to and, I, and that would have never happened in no Survivor history where you have repeat. Ones and twos go back and compete against against each other. Now we see where 
I got to go back to now we going up to with Sean. Mm-hmm. Sean is on the chopping block. I mean, it's mm-hmm. going to either be Sean or Nina, Sean or Nina. So I like the fact that the challenge, one, I like the fact that Nina won a challenge and didn't set out a challenge. She won a challenge. But I like the whole setup of the challenge. You know, I don't think I've ever seen that particular challenge before. And by the time you get to where we at, we're almost at day 32. When your body gets to that day and you feel that you, you, you feel that hunger, even though we seem like we see them eat great meals, it's not. For TV, it's like it's every day. It's not. They're mm-hmm. actually eating beans and rice. So to physically be able to go through that <laughs> challenge and see Nina outlast Sean. Mm-hmm. I'm actually kind of shocked Sean made it so long because he's such a big guy. And it seemed like one of those challenges that being smaller might actually be better for you. Um, but yeah, that challenge was brutal. I mean, everyone was just like... Their whole body was shaking, um, but I, uh, I, I'm super happy that Nina like won. I'm super happy that like that, like fa- the fact that she found an idol, and then in the same three episodes, found <laughs> or won an immunity was amazing. Was so good. Um, now let's talk about the the Sean Simon split. Um, I were you shocked about Sean actually going home because I was. I thought it was going to be Simon. You know what? It, it, Survivor is so unpredictable. It's it's so unpredictable, and it's been so unpredictable at Tribal Council this whole season. I, I look at it like it was a good. It should have been a good vote. And here's the reason why. I'm gonna go back to where George explained to him is for his size. There are gonna be challenges where he just doesn't fit because of his size, where somebody else can have an advantage on him, which I thought was a good strategy to have put in there. But I truly thought Simon was going home. But guess what? Haley is currently the mastermind because she has plans because she knows she sits next to Simon right now. Everybody on the jury is going to look at Simon like you betrayed me in some way, some fashion, form or fashion. And I'm not going to do that. for. I'm not going to vote you for the half a million. So it was a good play for the strategy for Haley, not a good play for strategy for George. And I think mm-hmm. those are the two people vying for positions right now that are really playing the game. Because if we look at Maddie's game, Matt's game, he's he's kind of going along to get along. Mm-hmm. Gary's game, he, he Jerry's game, he's kind of going along to get along right now. And you at the stage of the game where you got to explain your game when it comes time to sit mm-hmm. in front of the jury. Uh, Nina, she's on the outskirts right now. She's either gonna have oh, to team man. up with somebody else, <laughs> or she's definitely on the outskirts. Uh, she got to win another immunity. Um, who else is in the mix? I'm, I'm, I'm very nervous for Nina while we're talking about her. The fact that while George was leaving, while George was leaving, he was like, Nina, it's Nina, it's Nina. We're going for Nina. Like, I think that it'll come out that obviously it wasn't Nina that did it. Um, But will, it, will people believe that? That's the question. Like, I think that's a very, you know, and I don't know that Haley was even intending for that to happen. But like the fact that it's George now thinks it's Nina, uh, I think it could be a bad omen for for Nina's longevity. I'm worried that she could be not next, maybe, but maybe one right after that. I think looking at the gameplay, just looking strictly on gameplay, I think George would look at it like, who's the bigger threat? Is Nina a bigger threat to your game or is Haley a bigger threat to your game now? 
that is the way I would look at it if I had the if I had the wherewithal about myself in the game. You kind of forget all that stuff. That's why I said the, the returning players always had a better foot up on new players. So we can see how the returning players. So Nina's a new player because I wouldn't have played my idol uh, when I already know one idol is all that needed to be played. So I would have kept that idol and she'd have had that one hidden. I wouldn't have told everybody I had an idol. I would have played just like Sean did. I would have kept that a hidden uh, fact. So I think that if we look at it past the edits, I think George should look at it and say, hey, you know what? Haley is always going to be a bigger threat to me than Nina will. And you still have the unpredictable Simon, and he still has a core group of three. So I'm, I'm, I would think that based off of the previous tribal councils and the way things have panned out, that we're probably going to see where George says, you know what? Who's a bigger threat? Yeah, and here's the thing. I I feel like uh, it's hard for me to not see George's way to the end. Like I see so many different paths for him to get to that final two. Um, we're we're so small in numbers now. We're at like what seven people left, eight people seven. left, something like that. <laughs> it's, it's... And it's just like, and you're telling me that like you like it has to be a group effort to get George out, or a really amazing idol play. Something has to happen, and I I, I think. Jerry and Matt need to do something. To, to, they need to realize that they sit next to George in the end. That that's how how are how they have no chance because they just kind of are seen and um, follow, follow him around. And so I think everybody out there has a reason to vote George out. I just don't know if it's going to happen. I feel like George is playing is playing a very good social game and he's also playing a very good strategic game. And I think that you know it's a very good but deadly combination for everybody else out there. And I honestly don't see a way that he doesn't make it to final two almost. Look. We got 30 plus days on our belt and George is still there. Mm -hmm. 30 plus days. Because everybody I think first is, target. I think everybody thinks the same thing. I'm gonna go as far as I can take George, and then I'm gonna vote him out. But you're not playing four steps ahead. He's already playing four steps ahead, saying, Hey, I need to move this person out. So the only who's the only threat challenge left? Simon. He's truly the only one Simon. physical enough for his threat. Matt probably will could, could depending on what the challenge is. If it's if it's um, it depends on what the challenge is. But I think that Matt and Simon are the last two threat challenges, depending on what they are. Uh, I think if it comes down to a puzzle or something like that, everybody is it's, it's open game. Everybody can win a puzzle. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see how Sunday night's episode, what happens, who, who do, who's going to be the new target. What's going to be the immunity challenges? That's going to be the real key to see what's going to happen. Now, we also got another. Idols are back in play. Somebody finds an idol, guess what? Oh, we, we, we it's back on again. If Anina finds an idol, guess what? Now she's safe. She can make it past that vote. Haley finds an idol. Oh, well, she's safe. So it's become kind of interesting. Yeah, and oh. I think if Haley finds an idol, Haley will be able to maneuver enough that she will be able to find a way to, because I don't honestly don't think that Haley's name is going to be on the chopping block um, this coming week, um, or sorry, this coming episode. I think she's going to find a way to maneuver it to maybe make Nina to be the vote um, or, or whomever. I don't know, but I, I feel like Haley is good enough in her 
manipulation in her words um, to kind of dodge that, you know, bullet. Um, but I, I think that if Haley finds an idol, I think she might figure out a way to play it for somebody else in order to get George out and save somebody else and have this amazing big move um, under her belt. That's, and that's be my able, plan. You know what I mean? That's my plan. <laughs> Look, I, I think, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I think that Haley has come to a point in the game where I'm going to go say it looks like she has more power than George has because she's taken shots at George for the past two tribals. They just haven't worked. And it's enough, it's enough people that's there to kind of take the blame. We see Nina taking the blame. We see Simon taking the blame where the blame is not falling at her foot. But I think where she tripped herself up at it, when she told that George on the 60 K, I think that was her, I think that was, if a mistake had to be identified, I think that would have been a mistake. You should have just kept it to yourself on that one because now he knows you're the only person that told. And I think that's where Nina's going to get saved at. When if Nina says, well, she told us that you got 60 K he's going to know that she's gunning for him and he's going to turn his attention to her. And I think Simon might be the one to help her help him get out Haley. Mm. That's a very good point. I think that's a very good point. I think that it might come back to bite her, but I, I don't know. I really feel like maybe it, the one thing about Australian survivor that I find interesting is I feel like there are so many idols. I feel like there are so <laughs> many idols. I've lost count of how many idols that, that, that this show has in play at any one point or how many idols they have hidden. It's just like, I feel like we've gone through like 40 separate idols at this point. Um, but I do think that there is going to be an idol rehidden and I feel like people will find, like go and look for it. And I really do feel like Haley, I'm feeling in my gut that Haley will find it. And part of me thinks she'll save Nina with it. And, uh, but I, I do, I do see Simon, you know, trying to go where he thinks the majority is. Um, and, you know, that's what he's been trying to do this whole time. It's worked for some of the times. It hasn't worked for some of the times. So I think that he'll, you know, if he thinks it's going to be Haley, I think that, you know, he and George will make it happen. But I think if Haley comes to him and it's like, it's George, it's George, I think Simon would be more than happy to write George down on a piece of parchment and uh, and and send George home, you know? I think Simon will write anybody named down on the parchment. <laughs> I think he, he's like, whatever, I'll just write anybody named down. I, I think we're going to see where... I think we're gonna see where um oh okay. I think we're gonna see where you're coming down to the end. You have mm -hmm. players just trying to survive to get to the last five or the last of the, of the four position. I think that the core three of George, Matt, and Gary, Jerry are solid. I don't think either one, I don't think none of them are changing because now you all you're voting block. You don't have to worry about anything. So once you get down there, it's like, okay, who has an idol? Which, you know what? You're right. I think the idol had his own segment on the council. Where's an idol at this week? So you got the idols. I think I love the fact that it's back in play and you got a chance. It gives you a chance. Editing seems like it takes a second to find an idol, but it's, it does not. So I think anybody that goes out there and look for it, and I hope Nina's out there looking for it. I hope that um, really just Nina. Because you got Liz. I think Liz is the X Factor, too. I think Liz is an X Factor. I think Liz is a free agent. I'm I'm curious to see if, how long she's going to hold the baggage of Shawnee. Or has Shawnee said, hey, play the game? Because I think if she's sitting there, she's not a slam dunk at the end. If she's sitting next to George, 
But I think she's a slam dunk with anybody else. I think she has a good chance. I think she has a very good chance against a lot of people. And thank you for bringing Liz up because this is something that I wanted to talk about. I think Liz <clears throat> handled Shawnee's vote out beautifully. Oh. As a first-time player, you lose somebody that close. I mean, they were inseparable. They were like this. They were like, you know, they have a relationship. Um, I think that she did such a good – like, I would have lost it. If I were Liz and some and my Shawnee was voted out and George was out prancing in Shawnee's clothes, I think I would have lost my mind. I would have screamed. I would have been like, how dare you do that to me? You know, all of this stuff, blah, 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 blah. Liz played it cool, calm, and collected. She, you know, was able to keep her – very valid emotions in while everyone was watching. And then, you know, she would go off to the side and feel very upset. I think that Liz just did so, so, so well, especially for being a first time player. I'm so impressed how she did that because I definitely could not have done that. Um, and I just think that, you know, I'm a huge fan of Liz and I do think that she has a very good chance against a lot of those people out, out there right now to win. And, you know, Shawnee's going to be her advocate at the jury villa. Oh yeah. That's you know, a Shawnee, it's apt to vote for her. And I think that Shawnee would be able to convince other people to vote for her too. So um, yeah, I'm a huge Liz fan and I think she's, she's doing great stuff. Now we gotta, you gotta keep in mind now, as we start to build the jury, when they go back to jury village, they're having multiple conversations, you know, and that's why they say you got to manage the jury. So it's going to be kind of interesting who's on the jury as well. But Liz, I mean, it is an emotional toll on you to be out there, especially they've already been out there a month plus and you build strong relationships with somebody and she comes back and she's doing her confession. It's obvious that she's hurt by this vote out. Um, but on the on the game side, I'll be like, you go get vote out. Somebody go vote somebody else out, too. So I like to see I like to see the gameplay, but also understand the emotional mm -hmm. side of it. Having to lose somebody that you've been with for that amount of time. That's a long time to be out there just 24 seven talking to the same people, being around the same people and finding somebody that you kind of click with that can make you laugh. Because when I was talking to Shani doing the exit interviews, I said, hey, tell me about the stuff that didn't get picked up by the edits. And she was like, yeah, the Joker, how much fun they was having, how much jokes they were telling, how much of a good time that didn't get put on TV. And that's what we see when we see Leah's come back and her friend has now been voted off. But she's still there to play a game. And I think she masterfully handled her emotions and dealing with George, not going off when he came there and try to comfort her. And let's take it going the next vote. Guess what? She voted with everybody else. She didn't vote against the grain. That I mean, that's that's hard. Yeah. I mean, it's a very emotional game. It's a very, you know, it, it's not like playing Monopoly, right? And and even honestly, I see people fighting Monopoly too. <laughs> I was gonna say Monopoly. Think about how think about what happens when your person um, plays Monopoly and uh, and and you get mad and you get like whatever. This is like that times a thousand. Oh yeah. Um, so you know, I just uh, you see that guy right there. Where's Xander at? <laughs> Where that guy right there? Yeah, Xander voted me out. And, and I mean, you you still remember that stuff, and you kind of it's a baggage that you carry with you. Um, one thing with Shawnee is Shawnee has played the game more than anybody in Survivor history for for AU. Anybody. I mean, she's been out there. She's been playing. Uh, I'm great. It's great to see Liz out there and getting as far as she can. Also, we only have two two people that are not returnees. Did Matt play before? Matt. No, Matt, Matt Jerry, and no, Matt hasn't played before. 
No, so it's Matt, Matt, Jerry, and Liz are the only non returnees left. Yeah, so to have non returnees back and playing alongside, we're gonna call them veteran players because they're playing a masterful game of Survivor. Um, Nina's a returnee too, so she, she she gets no credit not being a returnee. Uh, so she's back to play, and she's gone deeper than she did the first time. Um, she got, if you don't know, she got put out due to injury. So she's playing a game better than she played before. I think there's some things that when you're in that game, you got to look at. Like Simon always seemed like he's so grateful to get to the next stage of the game because he's never been there. And I think that's where Nina falls at. She's grateful to be to the next stage of the game, but she's never been there. Where George and Haley, they're playing a game because they know what it looks like when you get there. So when it gets down, we're going to see some fireworks in these next three episodes because that's going to be the setup to determine who basically is going to win a half a million dollars. We're going to see what's going to happen. And I, I, I don't know about you, Tepper, but I've been enjoying these tribal councils. Uh, and Randy will tell you, I do not like the food because I'm like, look, y'all enjoying y'all food too much. I don't want to see crab on the table. Um, and I know the for those that don't, look, don't understand the AU survivor thing, they have to give them a certain amount of food. U.S., they give you a fishing kit. Just want to say that, but um I, <laughs> yeah very I, different i thoroughly enjoyed how they just kind of we, we see in all aspect of it we see in liz we see in george we see in matt matt got a little got a little sassy now he'd he, he be a little sassy these days because he'd be like nah i'm on the right ship yes he is and let me just say i i think jerry is honestly while i while i did say earlier that jerry and and matt are kind of like george's lackeys which they are um i think jerry <laughs> holds a little bit more power than matt does because we saw in the shawnee vote that they, uh, george went directly to jerry first before anybody else jerry said hold off no no i don't think it's the right time obviously george wanted to get shawnee out so he oh, yeah. asked his opinion ignored it and then found an opinion that he wanted to hear aka Haley's and then went for it right but I uh, Jerry is always George's first stop always and um, I think that I, I would be interested to see how Jerry will play if George gets voted out I would be interested to see if he's able to hold his own if he's able to make a, a move um, but I you know I think that it's very interesting that Jerry is that first stop for George almost always I think one thing is we got to remember that the heroes created Jerry. So I, I'm happy with Jerry's gameplay up until now because the heroes created him. Matt, I'm impressed with when Matt decided that, hey, you, you got to get on the right side. And he made a decision. A lot of people wait either too late to make a decision to jump ship or they make a decision that they think is a good move and it comes back and it's not. So it's kind of interesting to see that the heroes initially sent Jerry over to the villain's tribe. And it's no surprise that now he's working with the villains or what's left of the villains tribe. So that was your own worst creation. I think Jerry was always going to be a good guy and always going to be with that group. But that group really pretty much dogged him and said, hey, if you come back, you come back. Yeah, that whole thing really signed the the villain or the hero's fate with Jerry. I feel like, oh, yeah. you know, it, it, Jerry was going to group up with the villains any anytime he could. Um, I... Yeah, I, and I think it's interesting that there's, I mean, he's still there. And I think that that relationship that George has with Jerry is very interesting and that they are, they're really sticking together. Um, I think in a, in a, in a world in which 
the final three is Jerry, George, and Matt. I think that Jerry and Matt are going to try to find a way to vote out George. I would. Yeah. I mean, it's a, you, you're in a position to... And here's the thing about it is, Jerry is from an older cloth. He might just be loyal to the end. He might be a survivor player that says, hey, we're going to stick together to the end. Because don't forget, Matt goes to Jerry. Mm -hmm. George may go to... Jerry first, but he go, Matt comes to him and say, okay, they have a connection. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did vote him out, but I also mm -hmm. wouldn't be surprised if Jerry said, I'm loyal to George and I'm going to keep with him. He got mm -hmm. me this far. I said, I'll be with him to the end. And he fulfilled his promise. Because here's the thing about George. He go tell you the truth. <laughs> it's not like he's lying. He's like, this is what's going to happen. And mm -hmm. that's, and uh, unfortunately to the gameplay of the rest of people, it's happening as he's plotting it out here. So mm -hmm. I think I think we're gonna have an exciting week coming up, and I'm I looking know. forward to seeing one. I'm trying to I want to see who gets out on Sunday. I, I got to know who gets out on Sunday because that's going to determine a lot of the pathways to the victory. Whoever who do you think it'll be? Sunday. Let's go with who I don't want it to be on okay. Sunday. I don't want it to be Nina on Sunday. I, I don't think it'll be Nina on Sunday. I do. I think that well, who do what who do you do want it to be? I want it to be. Oh, Simon, you ain't a Simon. You my guy too. Here's because Simon's playing. He's playing a game. He's winning challenges. He's playing a game. He's his thing about it is I think people forget this. Outwit, outplay, outlast. They are three distinctly different things. And Simon is doing two and a half of them. <laughs> he's a two and a half guy right now. And I like his game. He's playing. But I, if I got to vote somebody out, it's going to be Simon. Or I would target a Matt, a blind side of Matt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like now that Haley's pretty much turned on the other group, I think that Haley's going to figure out a way to get out George. I feel like, I feel like it, it might be a George vote on vote on Sunday. Um, I, it might backfire and get Haley out. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It might backfire and get Nina out, but, um, oh, but I really don't think Nina is going to go out. I think it's going to be either. I think it's either George or Matt. I'm not going to lie. You know what? Here's another here's another twist. I think somebody's going to find an idol and play it correctly. And the person mm -hmm. that they wanted to vote out is not going to be voted out. Someone mm -hmm. else is going to be voted out. I would not be surprised if Haley gets voted out. Mm. I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised because, I mean, who hasn't except for Sean just got voted out on just Haley wanted him out because she thought Simon mm -hmm. would be a better person to sit next to her. But here's the thing about tribal councils. George has always say, if you're not putting yourself in a position now or don't know who you want to sit next to, you're not playing the game. And he's he's mm -hmm. absolutely correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And and, you know, obviously every single person out there would be naive not to be thinking about final two. They'd be naive. So um, I'm also interested to see what if we don't have any what if we have a couple non vote outs? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. AU Survivor loves to do that. I feel like we might have one of those this week, um, at least one or maybe maybe even two. I don't know, um, because I, I do feel like that we haven't had one in a while. And AU Survivor loves to do that. So <clears throat> I think that that's definitely in the books for this week. Maybe. Look, I would because we had one. We had one in uh, the last season. It was a twist at the end. Mm -hmm. You know what? I would love to see a twist where two of the players go off somewhere else. And then they come back and they compete in a challenge. And I think last season was, it was four of them. Four was, of them went off. It was a three. It was Shawnee. It was it not Shawnee. It was Jordy. It was Shay. 
It was Mel, I think. And I think there was one other person. Oh, uh, she was from, she's, uh, she, she's not from Austin, but she wore a lot of Austin t-shirts. Um, yes. I can't remember the name offhand, but yeah. And KT. KT? yeah, but only two of them got to stay. Yeah. I think it was Shay and Jordy. And then, and then Shay ended up obviously going to the final spoiler alert. Final two. Yeah. So I, you know what, if they had that twist, I would love, that'd be a great twist because now you have a group that can come together and say, okay, what are we going to come back and do? So, Hey, for everybody out there, if you're not tuning in to AU survivor, it is a firestorm out there of just good survivor content. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Look, Ted with next week, it's going to be fire. I know. Hey, I'm but, but, so excited. Before we wrap up, you got anything else? Um, I just want to say uh, we saw two of my nightmare challenges this week. Um, and literally, I talk about they, they are the challenges that I would throw things. And they are the balancing, the spelling block balancing thing. <laughs> It's a nightmare situation. I have dyslexia and uh, I, and I would get frustrated so fast because I would flip something upside down whatever it is. It just spells frustration to me and it's a nightmare. Second one is the flu. I would probably, and so props to Simon for winning both of my nightmare challenges. Um, but yes, we saw my, my two, two of my nightmare challenges in one week. Um, so that, that is, that, let me tell I, hated you it. I hated watching. I got frustrated watching it. The balance challenge, those balance challenges are so tedious and you're trying to, Simon executed everything. You know what? He stayed really patient, really patient and, I watched Sean drop them blocks, them blocks off there, and I was like, I'd have, I'd have gave up. I just said, you know what, somebody else is gonna win this one. But it's one of those things you got to be really patient. I'm gonna need somebody to have the words in the background, so I don't have to try to look for them. Because when they put the word verse in there, I was like, man, I ain't think about that. <laughs> and I was like, why is a V going there? I'm spelling out a different word anyway. So, but it, it was. Exactly. I love the, I love the challenges. I love the physicality of some of the challenges, but I just love the way they kind of have their challenges. They make you want to go out there and play some of them. Now, the one they sat in the chair, no, I'm good. I'm good with that one. I don't. That was brutal to watch. That late in the game, endurance is not something that's going to be a lot of people's strong suit. I would like to give a shout out to Jerry because he did outlast three or four castaways before he dropped out. So, and again, I think the challenges is almost like the third he, player. He was the there pretty long. Yeah, because we only see the TV version. So I, I think they have they done the. No, they've already done the water challenge. They did that. That's how Flick got put out. They did, yeah. Yeah, the water challenge. Yeah. Well, yeah, that one's hard. For everybody out there, thank you for tuning in. Look for us on YouTube. Look for us on Spotify. Here's another wrap-up for this week of Survivor Now podcast, wrapping up AU Survivor. Thanks, everybody. Mm-hmm.